Hello, everyone. Welcome to Harmonic Heart. We're a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. And I'm excited to have on the show, Nikki P. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm glad to have you on. Yeah, so citing artists like Billie Eilish, Cardi B, and Megan Thee Stallion, Baltimore-based songwriter Nikki P's songs vary between hip-hop, R&B, urban, and Latin pop. Believing her calling in life is to create, inspire, and empower, Nikki uses lyrics and music to encourage people to boldly pursue their passions and live out their life's purpose unapologetically. Yeah, and she's released just a string of great songs that are available on streaming platforms. And I can see how that mission comes through in both your music and even what you post on social media. So, you know, I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to hearing more about that, you know. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Great. So how did you get involved with music and, and first, yeah, just get into it? Um, my earliest memory of music is I was, I'm going to say I was about six years old and I was playing with my dolls and I think it was raining outside. It was like a thunderstorm or whatever. So mm -hmm. people in the house were like scattered and I was just playing and I just had this desire to like make a band. So I literally like, <laughs> I took my dolls and I situated them. However, I had the guitar player and a keyboard player, which I probably like took some piece of paper and like cut it out, like to make the keyboard. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I had the drummer and I kind of put them in position. I have no idea what song it was that I wrote. <laughs> I do not remember the lyrics, but <laughs> I do remember doing this, this thing. And I know that I was that young. So um, I think yeah. music for me has just been something that I, um, I love. I love listening to it. Um, I love the words of music. You know, even when I was really little, I always paid attention to what was being said. I always wanted to know who wrote what. Oh, and I was very fascinated by people who, um, who wrote. My favorite songwriter at the time was Diane Warren. And I was so fascinated by her because she she wrote in several different genres. It seemed like every time I turned around, no matter which like CD or whatever I was listening to, her name was in the credits. And this was R&B. And then I've seen her in country and I've seen her in like pop. And I was like, oh, you can do more than one thing. That's cool. And you know, so I think I just was very fascinated just by the creation. You know what I mean? Of music. So I think that's how I got started. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. How old were you again? You know, with that? I was um, six. Uh, six years old. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was like naturally drawn to it. Oh, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Diane Warren. Yeah. You know, I enjoy these interviews because then I learn about people to look up as like, you know, cool influences. So I'm going to mm -hmm. have to delve into her work. What are um, mm -hmm. some notable songs that from her that really stuck out to you? Let me see. As a kid, um, I know she's written for Faith Evans. I remember seeing her name on one of those songs. She also had, um, she was really big in the 80s. 
So like a lot of, um, there was a movie that I saw when I was a kid um, called Mannequin. I wasn't supposed to see that as a kid, but I saw <laughs> oh, it. All right. <laughs> as, <laughs> and, you know, um, as we do. <laughs> right. And she, she wrote the, um, I think it's the theme song, actually like for the movie, I think the movie goes off on the song and it's called Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I do not know who the artist is. I do not oh. remember the artist at all, but I remember that Diane Warren wrote that song. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Yeah, what is, you know, you're a talented singer and I enjoy your writing. What are some ways that you developed your singing and writing? Ah, um, it really is about um, who I've listened to. Um, Throughout listening to music for my whole life, I somehow internally, I guess I notice the pattern of how songs are structured. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I know it changes and it varies from song to song, but I understood what it was verse and pre-chorus and then chorus and then the second verse and then the pre-chorus and the chorus and then it was a bridge and then usually the chorus and then the song was done. And so I got used to that pattern. So when I first started writing, that's how I wrote. Um, As far as singing, it's, it is a combination of people that I listen to and also just trying to develop my own voice because I don't sound like Beyonce. Like I had to really figure out who Nikki P was, what was Nikki P's voice. Mm-hmm. So um, it is, it's, I am influenced by other people, but it's also like extracting from them what I relate to the most. So the the artists that I cited as being like current influences, these are people that I relate to on some level. Like I really am a very big fan of Billie Eilish. I relate to um, the, excuse me, the raspiness and her tone and just the, the emotion that she puts into the lyrics of her songs. And so it's people like her that I listen to and I try to emulate that when I write and sing. Mm-hmm. And you also spoken to or about, you know, Diane Warren, that's her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, a, a big aspect of her that appealed to you was how she goes through multiple genres mm-hmm. um, and yeah, those artists you cite as well also are either, you know, known for blending genres or bringing mm-hmm. freshness to genres. Um, yeah, how, you know, how do you see, you know, yourself doing that? Because you you hop between different genres too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do not like being put in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it, it is human nature to categorize. It is just what we do, um, myself included, you know. But I just, I never wanted to just be put in a box um, based on stereotypes or based on um, just being told what I could and couldn't do. You know, some of that is just a rebel in me, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Like somebody telling me, well, you have to choose this or that. And my question (laughs) is always, but why? Why do I have to choose? Why can't I have both? Why can't I jump over here and then jump back over here? Mm, um, so, between the angel and the rebel, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I really, when I wrote that song, I actually wrote that based on 
what I feel like happens inside of my head. Like, you know how, um, I don't know how many people still say this, but I know before people talk about having an angel sitting on one side and having the devil right. sit mm-hmm. on the other side. Well, with <laughs> me, I feel like it's the angel and the rebel because mm-hmm. it's the angel side that there is a part of me that does want to fall in line and kind of like do things normal. And then the rebel in me is like, but why do I have to do that? Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that as time goes on, the rebel voice is becoming much louder than the angel <laughs> voice. So, <laughs> so for me, those are the voices that I have to deal with, not the angel and the devil, but the angel and the rebel. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, it's literally bouncing back and forth between, you know, all the sides of me. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And, you know, and as you mentioned, encouraging others and, you leaning into yourself, you know, unapologetically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. As I was listening to your, your songs, you know, and as we were, as we're talking about, you know, just um, bringing your, your full self into regardless of the genre that you're, you're singing about or that mm-hmm. you're singing in. And I just found it to be interesting because even if you have like some, like, you know, more electronic sounding songs, Mm-hmm. and but um I think it's, hmm, it's, either, it, it might, it's either like screw it or slay I think okay. it's screw it when you're like I'm the definition of grit oh <laughs> yes I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like well yeah I enjoy yeah I really enjoy the writing on slay and screw it and but yeah like stuff like that like I'm the definition of grit and it's like yeah, that's like such like the definition of like a black woman, like, you know, like um, <laughs> just the resilience and it's like, that's amazing. And Thank um, you. so I thought, yeah, it's just really cool because yeah, just, you know, you're being yourself and just using your your authentic voice throughout mm-hmm. these just multiple genres and it can, you know, you're being, you know, providing representation and Mm -hmm. these different spheres. So I thought that was really interesting, yeah. Oh, thank you. I I really had some very talented writers and producers working with me on those songs as well. So that Mm -hmm. that also is very helpful. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm curious to hear about your, you know, collaboration process, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, So it it does vary from person to person. Um, I've had some where like for for screw it i was actually working with a co-writer none of them live here by the way that's the other beautiful thing about uh, (laughs) virtual space um i've never met these people in person well some some of them i haven't met in person but um the my co-writers for screw it it came out of a conversation actually that wasn't even the song we were planning to write I, oh. <laughs> I was on the phone I was on the phone with her and I was sitting in the car and I'm you know we're just we're just talking you know we're actually mm-hmm. friends so we're just talking and I basically said like the the words of the song like we were talking about another song and we were talking about this music business and you know, what do we have to do and all the things that we have to be and blah, blah, blah. And just admitting that it's a lot that we don't know. 
and mm-hmm. some of these songs I'm like I don't know if this is working or not and I was like you know what but screw it I'm gonna do it anyway yeah. and she's like that's a song <laughs> right right she said no seriously that's a song so I was mm-hmm. like okay so we I don't think we did anything like right at that moment other than just like capturing that one line mm-hmm. and then we went to our producer and told him what we were doing and he sent that track in and so she was like oh Nick you gotta do this one I can't do this you have to do it <laughs> I'm like okay I'm gonna do it and so I, that's that's how that song came to pass so some of my collaborations are like that others um I might just hear a track write to the track and just record and some others we build the track together so it definitely depends on the individuals that I work with. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I, I really do, you know, enjoy that line, you know, and you mm-hmm. say like, oh, like, am I on the right path? Well, you know, the truth is nobody really knows. So we're just going to go ahead and do it. And that's, you know, you bring in forth that, you know, encouragement, you know, mm-hmm. being determined. Yeah, how did um Slay come about? <laughs> um, How did Slay come about? I think... Huh. I was watching a commercial because um, one of the biggest reasons why I dove back into music in these last couple of years, my focus has been writing for film, ads, and TV. So I found um, a commercial for some, some beauty product, some lipstick or something, and it had the, the um, what is she? She's a model and an actress, Ruby Rose. And, um, and the track that they were playing just really sounded nice. And I was like, I could do something like this. It doesn't even have to be sung. I was like, I can do something like this. So I was looking around for a producer and somehow I found one in Australia, believe it or not. Hmm. And I sent him the song and what he sent me back was the, the track that I used. And I was like, oh my God, I love this track. And he's like, really? I said, yes. I said, I had something. I'm going to send this back to you. And I basically just played around. I didn't want it to be anything where it was structured in the normal verse, chorus, verse, chorus. I didn't want that. I just wanted to speak. And I wanted something that was empowering. And Mm -hmm. what's more empowering than the word slay? And so I just played around with it. I literally just wrote words down and I, I just kind of had this vision of my head like you know in the mirror and kind of like getting ready for the day and just mm. like talking to yourself and like so mm. what are we going to do today mm. same thing we do every day we <laughs> go to play and then just yeah. and you know and as far as all the, the, the mixing with my vocals and all of that I have to credit um Alex Helton for that one I wanted him to do some chopping and screwing as he liked to call mm. it and that's what he did. He just took my vocals and chopped them up and messed around with them and, right. and did all those cool little things that you hear. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I just wanted a song that was empowering. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how that came about. Mm, yeah, I enjoy you know how empowering it is, and yeah, the those vocal chops and like the <laughs> the pitching and things are really mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. 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 How do you find? You know, you mentioned working remotely, how do you get connected with, you know, producers in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So about three years ago, I took this course called Six Figure Songwriting. And um, most of the people that I know have all come either from this course or because of this course has somehow indirectly led me to these different people. I think the producer for Slay, um, we're all like in a Facebook group. So I think one day I just posted, I need some producers who produces this type of music. And he responded to me and sent me a DM and we had a conversation about it. You know, like I said, he's in Australia. It's very interesting trying to do timing with people in Australia because they're just so far ahead of us. So I mm-hmm. think I talked to him like, <laughs> it was like evening my time and like the middle of the afternoon, like his time the next day. Oh, wow. Very interesting. Yeah, that's but wild. yeah, that's how I found him. And um, I think now through Instagram, you know, when you post, people see you, you mm-hmm. know, um, and then I get connected to other people that are in the music industry that I know, and I might comment on their posts. So somebody sees that I commented and then they friend me and it just, the chain keeps going on and on, you know, so yeah. Hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I really enjoyed your Bad Romance cover. How'd you decide to do that? <laughs> um, I wanted to do a release in February and I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do. And I said, you know, I've never done a cover before. I wanna do a cover. I wanna release it on Valentine's day. And I am a Lady Gaga fan and Bad Romance is a song that I liked. And I've heard her acoustic version of it. And I was like, I wonder if I can, you know, do something with this song. And so I actually worked with a local producer for that one because mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to be in that person's presence so that mm-hmm. we could build this, this song together. And so um, my oldest friend, my oldest producer friend is from Baltimore like me. And so he, um, so I hit him up and I was like, hey, you want to help me out with the song? So he was like, sure, you know, come past. And so I sat in his studio and talked about it. I let him hear it, told him what I was trying to do. And he was like, okay, let's work on it. And it's funny because I wasn't liking how I was sounding in the song initially. Mm-hmm. And I was about to not release it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really yeah. Because yeah. I'm listening to it, like my very first draft of it, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like it. And I called him. I was like, Mario, I don't like it. And mm-hmm. he was like, well, wait, hold on, hold on. He said, just, just send me, send me your vocals and, and just come through. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's, you know, let's, let's see mm-hmm. what we can do. Mm-hmm. And he kind of talked me down and um, he said, you know, I think that you keep hearing the Lady Gaga version in your head. Mm-hmm. You need to make this song yours. And so I initially recorded the song at my house, um, but he also has a recording studio. He was like, you want to lay vocals here? And I said, sure, let's do that. And so he said, and you can maybe add like this piece here, maybe do this harmony here, maybe take that part out. And yeah, let's, let's just work on it. So I was like, okay, so that's what we did. And so by the time all was said and done and he mixed and did all his little magic that he does, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I, was like, I can get to a point where I'm okay and I can release the song, you know. Mm. So. All right, all right. 
yeah i mean i can tell how yeah or at least from you know my perspective it was like oh yeah like you did your own version of it yeah mm-hmm. and you know core elements of it are there um mm-hmm. yeah so yeah mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah i enjoy it and um you know you post um you know there's like a theme for the day you know for you know music things that you do on instagram and yeah i'm curious you know what drives you as a musician and an artist to to keep going um at the end of the day i believe that this is what i was purposed to do what this is what was given to me to do and even on days where i am an emotional wreck Mm-hmm. and feel like, why am I still doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't leave it alone. It's, it's one of those things that is so ingrained into who I am that I could no more separate myself from it than I could any other part of my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so for, for, sure. for, better, for better or worse, even when I, I don't feel like I'm doing well, um, is still part of me. I can't mm-hmm. not do it. You right. know what I mean? Even yeah, when I have fun, sure. mm-hmm. I can't not do it. I can't imagine ever like looking at music and saying, you know what, I'm done. Just yeah, yeah. never gonna write another lyric, never mm-hmm. gonna rap anything else, never gonna sing ever again. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine right. that I would ever get that way because I might as well stop breathing or stop mm-hmm. stop moving some part of my body you know what mm-hmm. I mean so. yeah for sure yeah I really relate to that and it's become you know just even such a big part of how I cope with things like regardless Absolutely. of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah regardless of you know me trying to be famous or something like that it's like no I, I like need to use this to like get through this hard time type of thing Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. yeah hmm. you know in life we're really busy as well what are how do you, you know, balance and kind of maintain throughout all of life's busyness and things? It is an ever evolving process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, I, I completely believe in the concept of yin and yang. I believe mm-hmm. that balance is necessary. Mm-hmm. However, I don't always do it well. Um, I do goal set a lot. I do goal set, I goal set, um, quarterly, I goal set monthly, and I goal set weekly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that how I balance is really just, um, I have to purposely take time to really evaluate where I am. So for example, right now, I was looking at this whole year and I'm like, okay, so where where do I want to be at the end of this year? Because I was very recently reminded of how much I actually do not enjoy my day job. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Nikki, where do you, what do you need to do between now and the end of this year to get mm-hmm. yourself closer to being out of the door um, from working for, exactly for working for somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So one of the things I did, because with music, it is hard to, to be balanced with music and not even just balancing doing music with your life, but balancing music within itself, balancing creativity with the business side. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that always tend to get me tripped up. And I I wind up doing too much of both and not enough really 
to, to the point that I've actually accomplished something. So one of the things that I set as a goal for this particular quarter was to focus more on the creativity. So as far as balancing my life, I'm like, well, right now I do literally have a nine to five. So I know that Monday through Friday, nine to five, I am basically unavailable at these times. After work, from this time to this time, I'm going to work on music. I actually recently broke down my um, my days to have different focuses for each day. So Tuesday and Thursday are supposed to be my songwriting and production days. Monday is supposed to be my plan, my social media, do my admin stuff days. Wednesday, I can't remember what Wednesday. I think Wednesday is research day. That's my looking to see what is going on in the industry, what webinars are coming up, what networking opportunities are there. Um, just any anything that falls under research, looking for super music supervisors, what what shows fit my music? Who do I need to be reaching out to, you know, for pitching? And Friday, I think Friday is like my day. It's supposed to be my networking day. It's supposed to be my day to reach out and just connect, to just, just um, connect with people, forming relationships. And then Saturday is... It was supposed to be my day for recording. Now, I just recently moved and I live in an apartment. So recording mm -hmm. habits have to change a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, I have to switch that day. But typically, that's the way I've been trying to do it, to just have a different focus for each day. Mm -hmm. And that's the, for now, that's the best way that I know to, to be as balanced as I can be. And the key is just to do my best to stay consistent, which is also mm -hmm. hard. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's hard. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. And yeah, that strategy sounds, you know, like you're just able to be really intentional and focused, you know, and mm -hmm. to get the, the most amount during those times. And mm -hmm. yes, yeah, I mean, during the pandemic, even outside of music, it's been interesting. I've learned a lot about just like incre that incremental growth and just, you know, with that, you know, consistency, um, seeing just big mm -hmm. changes over long periods of time so mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah what are some things on the horizon for nikki p that you want the audience to look out for <laughs> um well like i said i'm in a season of um creativity and so for the next couple of months my focus is um to just keep creating new songs so what you can expect to see from me is as we go into the summer months, you will see more releases from me. Mm. And, <laughs> and um, you will see me more on social media. I will uh, be better at my um, posting and promo and all of those lovely mm. things. Mm. So um, just getting my music out there and just continuing mm. to develop my style you'll hear um, a little bit of a, a different style of music from me. Um, I think last year, like, you know, like my bio says, I've been in and out of different genres. I do kind of want to hone in on more of a dark pop. Actually, you no, know, a friend of mine defined it very good for me. And I'm going to use what she said to describe my music as this urban alternative um, 
pop. <laughs> That's what she Ooh. called it. Ooh, so nice. that is mm. what you will hear more of from me, urban alternative pop. <laughs> Mm, mm. interesting i'm thinking of like some some gritty stuff coming yeah. <laughs> yes all the grit is the grit for me yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> sweet yeah um yeah how can people keep up with you and follow you i am on instagram mostly and you can follow me at nikki p official and nikki is spelled n-y-k-e-e sweet sweet cool and um we'll link that in the description too and i'm gonna add screw it we have a, a play or i have a playlist for harmonic heart um the artist to know playlist so i'm gonna add screw it to our artist to know playlist. oh thank you so much yeah. i'm honored by that. i appreciate it oh yeah i just you know really enjoy your work and it's you know empowering and motivating so yeah oh, thank you for that Yes, and you know, so that's on yeah, Spotify and YouTube. So yeah, yeah. Anything else you want, you know, the people to know before we close out? Um for whatever you do in life, regardless of what it is, always be your truest, authentic, most authentic self. Do not ever let anybody make you feel like you have to be anything other than who you are. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Dope. Well, thank you, Nikki P, for coming on to Harmonic Heart and sharing your story and your work with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs>